Welcome to the Uncle Hack Podcast, where dudes pretty much just talk dude shit. Well, well, well. Thank you. It's good to be back. Live in studio audience, as always. You know, we're selling it out. <laughs> How many people can we pack into this room? Tabor's biggest podcast, live once again. I know, in the upcoming future, we got to step aside and make room for, you know, a more inclusive, more indigenous, more uh, gay friendly podcasting arena in the walls of Tabor's to finest, okay? The recording studios are panicking right now because of the CRTC taking over, you know? We'll talk about that later. First off, let's get to it. Uh, upcoming stand-up comedy dates, you know, we always got to plug first, so that way people will actually listen, you know? Uh October 21st, we are in Fernie, B.C., October 27th in Fort St. John, British Columbia, October 29th, Calgary, Alberta for another Danger Room at the Comedy Cave, uh, November 12th in Edmonton, Alberta, November 18th, Austin, Texas at the Sunset Strip, that's right, December 3rd, we are in Plano, Texas, just outside of Dallas, uh, and just added uh, this week, February 9th and 10th in Thunder Bay at Cricket's Comedy Club and February 16th and 17th at Niagara Falls. Yuck, yucks. Tickets available at DangerCatShop.com. As always, that's right. The first American date. That You know what? Let's give it up for yourselves out there that listen to this podcast. Spread the good word. You've been sticking with me all these years, you know. Are the views as high as we want them to be? Dude, they couldn't get any bigger. You know what I mean? Like, they, I don't even think that YouTube makes enough zeros to clock in the views. That, you know what I mean? Like, it is, it is really something that we are crushing the podcast network. But, uh, you know, I thank all of you for sticking around for so long and being a part of this crazy ride that uh, we've been on with the humor that we produce on this channel and on this podcast, um, it was quite the experience, you know, being able to cross the border and uh, perform in front of a international audience. That's right. I'm an international comedian now, folks. Get your tickets while you can, because I don't know when I'm coming back. I'm American now. You know, there was just things down there. You, you, you just... You get so uh, engraved in Canadian culture and Canadian society, right? That you forget about the small little things that Americans don't do that we are forced to do up here that you take for granted, like plastic straws. I got handed a plastic straw and I didn't know whether or not to be upset or kiss the ground that that person walked on okay the waitress hands me a straw and i'm like fuck i forgot all the fucking stupid paper i open it up in the paper paper wrapping right the nice little paper wrapping and i'm seeing single-use plastics again and it's like yeah i forgot i'm in the land of the free out here i'm in the land of fuck the turtles we don't give a shit you think we give a fuck about turtles 
in Minneapolis. You know, I wish Alberta would adopt this same mentality because it would feel great again. You know, make North America feel great again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, that was that was nice. Just how Americans interact with one another, how they talk, how you know, how they view things is so much fun. It's a totally different perspective. Minneapolis, I guess I should say Minnesota is about as close as you can get to Canada across the board. The accent, how they ask, oh, let me just squeak by you there, bud. They, they, their accent is like, if you put some hot sauce on the Canadian accent, though, the one that I was talking to a lady, you know, and she's in the crowd and goes, though, like, what the fuck was that? I was like, I'm Canadian and I don't even understand, though. She's saying, though, boo, I didn't get it. I was lost. I'm staring off into space trying to understand who the hell I am as she's talking. Like, what the fuck is this? Where are you from? Northern Ontario? Learn how to speak. What's wrong with you? She's discussing, we're having a discussion, uh, discussion and she brings up, yeah, I used to drink and fight my husband all the time. And it's like, holy shit, where are you from? Tabor, Alberta? That's how marriages are made. And they've been together for like six, seven years. She's like, yeah, I had to quit drinking, though. Though. I had to quit drinking, though. So that way we could stay together. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Fist fighting. Your future husband after a bottle of Jack. Drinking whiskey. It's like, holy Christ, where the hell are you from? What are you doing? What reservation in Alberta are you from? Oh, yeah, we're going there today, eh? Five minutes into the episode, and we're already there. Okay, new hot start. Woo, okay, what are you looking for? A fucking cancellation again, hack? You trying to sell some tickets? Yeah, I am. Ay, ay, ay. But it was fun. I got to experience my first ratchet American uh, that works at, like, a, an open late diner. What a treat. What a treat. You don't get that too often. You know, our ratchet up here does not compare to the ratchet of American females. Those are elite, you know? And I don't know who to uh, give credit to on this. Is it the American education system? Is it the American entertainment system? Or the American entertainment industry? I don't know where to give the credit, you know? But it was it was a magnificent experience. I've never I've never sat in on something like that, like Waffle House energy that they talk about in like Atlanta, you know. And here I am in Minneapolis, soaking it in, and like what I consider probably the most fake Canada I've ever taken a part in. And it was nice, like uh, the way you know the way the waitress is like not even concealing that she's angry. That is that's fun. You know, that makes for a good meal. You can put your phone down. You don't, you don't have to search the internet to entertain you. She's yelling at the cook. I ain't about to charge my motherfucking table. This is a white woman as well, talking very black. Fuck y'all. I ain't about to do that, y'all. It was like I had my own little, you know, experience with Bad Baby. I was like on the set of Dr. Phil. Watching the whole uh, catch me outside, how about that? Right in front of me. And I was just like amazed. 
I was taken back by this performance and I thought it was all an act. I thought that the impractical Joker guys were going to kick the door down and be like, hey, remember how we tricked you with the whole applaud, uh, uh, the uh, whole applause for the Nazi in the House of Commons? We got you again. As soon as you got into the States, you know, bing bong, gotcha. You know? Come on, man. That's what I was thinking right there was, come on, man. Come on out of the back door, man. Quit fucking with me, man. That's how I felt, but it was great. Nothing I love is just soaking in fat Americans complaining about, you know, how bad it is out there, you know, how bad it is like to be that fat and being able to complain. I like that. I, and it's no different than up here in Canada. You know, we still have a, a very obese culture, but it's not like the States. They're obese compared to our obese is like, it's like, uh, you know, you're comparing a water buffalo to just like a, a farm pig, you know? Very different. And I don't know if that comparison really works in that scenario, but I'm just pulling things out of my ass right now to try and like, there's a weirdness of American obesity is like they just own it in a way, but there's still some complaints because the healthcare system somewhat is bad down there. And it's like, listen... You are doing a-okay, all right? You can go into a hospital. It just costs you an arm and a leg. See, we pay it up front and still get the same shitty service that you guys get down there, but we are forcefully paying it anyways through taxes. So a socialized healthcare system isn't necessarily the route right now. In fact, Toronto has suspended all ambulance services in the downtown area. So you tell me whose healthcare system, which one would you rather have, you know? Would you rather get fucked hard and passionately or slow and forcefully? It's totally up to you. Because at the end of the day, you didn't want to get fucked anyways. But I like it. Everybody's a slob down there. They don't care. The arrogance. I forget what arrogance is. Not Canadian. Canadian arrogance is like, it's amateur, you know? Like, we'll say something offside, and then that's like, that that warrants a hate crime. Down there, they'll just openly say the N-word in public and not bat an eye about it. With a hard R. They'll just address it. They don't care. Here, we are like... We're like passive aggressive with it. And it annoys me. You know, I like the direct confrontation that Americans will give you. Up here, it's like far and few. We're supposed to be polite. Be polite. Be quiet. Be kind. Be nice. We're trying to patrol the internet. We're just trying so hard to be nice where America just gives you that freedom to be a cunt. And it's beautiful. Once you like experience it. I haven't been down there since 2021, so it's been a moment since I've soaked in the uh, the amendments, you know? Since I got a little bit of that MAGA flowing through my fucking veins, you know? The TV's better. Everything is just better down there. I, I love the States, and I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going to pretend I don't love it, you know? I like being Canadian in America. That's what I love. Because you get a pass. They think you're retarded. They do. And rightfully so, as they should. They think you're an idiot immediately. Oh, Canadian. Oh, wow. Huh. And then oh, fucking A, eh, go back to Canada, A. Eh. Like they still hit you with that. And it's like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. 
I'm just enjoying myself down here. You know what? I, I, I'm enjoying your watered-down liquor, your watered-down beers. I can sit here and drink 20 of them and look like a fucking stallion, you know? You could pump 20 beers in you and drive. Is that good or is it bad? I don't know. It's up for debate, you know, especially when they're so cheap. It's like, well, why not? I can get 24 beers for $18 and fucking still be able to drive after crushing them. Why the hell wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Up here, it's like $50, $60 to get 12. And then they're like, ah, 12 beers will just get, 12 beers will just put you over the edge where like if you pull the keys out, the family starts crying. Down there, 24, they're like, okay, well, dad's taking us to McDonald's now. What a world. I definitely enjoyed my time in the IHOP though. Being around a ratchet white woman like that, it, it's 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 like if you took if you took a woman, a white woman who grew up in Brampton, you know, and really leaned into this like rap culture that exists out there, and tries to use the slang and all that, it's not quite as fun. Because it's a yowie, you know, like Canadians know what I'm talking about. And those American listeners, if you've ever heard anybody that uh, is from Brampton, you know, the Toronto mans, the way they talk, you would think like our gangs are retarded. You would. When you hear that accent, it's not like one of those accents that you fear, you know, like you hear a South Central Los Angeles black guys, uh, you know, accent i guess to say and the slang that yo homie would would set you throw up and there's like an aggressive behavior or an undertones attached to it the way they talk the slang you can't understand it and then you hear like a toronto man's and you're like what the fuck you know you hear it and you're like yeah where are you too and you're like is this is this what happens when fucking black guys grow up in Newfoundland and think that wielding a, a, a fucking a Swiss army knife is a, th a threatening maneuver? You know, you'd start to, what the fuck? I'm scared of that. You know, I'm, what the fuck is going on? It's, it's like, it's it, the experience. The only thing is like when you, you go to your first, like your very first, gender neutral bathroom right and you go into the stall nobody's in there when you're in this or uh, when you walk into the stall but when you come out there's a woman standing at the sink and you're like deeply embarrassed you know that's the feeling that you get when you hear that you know it's difficult it's difficult we're all ass backwards up here the gang members sound retarded the guys that fucking you know that are trying to save the kids. Oh, like Christ, it's a it's a goddamn shame. And and the, that'll be our first story we get into. And later we're going to talk about like uh, how bad hockey is getting. But this is this is getting insane. So let me pause this. We'll get it over here. So what's happening now is there's a new convoy that's taking place. Okay, up here because the one that 
like I, I've talked about it before, and and the convoy that took place that went all the way out to Ottawa to protest the vaccine mandates and and uh, push back against uh, government overreach. You know, there there comes a point where people the the party had to come to a close. And we've talked about the party coming to a close. And so there are still folks that are like, we're going to get another one going. And now we got a new one that's uh, the Save the Children Convoy. Okay? And, and it's hard to watch. I'll say this. It's hard to watch. It's like, it's like watching Motley Crue right now. You know, you're like, ooh, God, I can't see them live right now because Mick, you know, he's dying in a hospital. Old fat Vince Neal's up there rolling around having to use, uh, you know, he's lip syncing. Nikki Six isn't even playing the bass anymore. It's just like it's, it's a full-on drag show is what's going on. Motley Crue has turned into drag queens. It's, it's very difficult to watch your favorite band go down like that. And it's, it's a similar, it's a similar view that I have with the, the original convoy that went out to Ottawa was like, great, we're bringing people together. And now this is just like, this is the final days of like a festival and those people that hang around for one more day because they just got too drunk on the Sunday to not move the camper not move the trailer or pack up the tent and head out. So they are like, yeah, we'll stay till Monday, right? That's who's left. The alcoholics who don't have a job, you know, nothing, nothing to look forward to. They got to create their own excitement. And now they're like, well, what we're going to do is we're going to drive all the way to Ottawa and try and recreate one of the greatest moments that took place in Canadian history. Okay. One of the few I may add, and it's gotten pretty pathetic. I don't mean to shit on people that really believe on something, but at some point you just got to be like, fuck me. The save the children, uh, convoy becomes one of those things where it's like, I got to remain silent when it comes to saving the kids, because now like the two options, because if you, you align yourself with something like this, and I know some people are probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? All right. If you go and just watch this, You'll understand immediately that you're like, fuck. You know, when you take like, you know, when you take uh, your. I don't want to say racist because it sounds dumb, but you know, when you take your. That one family member that just doesn't quite understand. There's some shit that you just got to keep inside your head. And you get a little nervous when you take them out to maybe a restaurant or a movie theater or, you know, uh, there's a few family members. I get a little shifty when I take them out in Edmonton because they just don't understand that they can get their ass kicked. We're not in Kansas anymore, Dorothy. Like there's people out here that carry knives and they're just looking to take a life. They're looking for any excuse to go back to prison. And if it's harming you and killing you and watching you bleed out in the street because you just couldn't keep that one slur inside your head, they'll do it. And it's, that's the one, and you fucking, you're like, fuck, I got to distance myself. I kind of agree what you're, what you're about, but I got to distance myself from this because what you're saying and what you're doing and how you're acting is totally insane. 
that's what I love. I love sitting back and watching it. I don't like necessarily getting involved. I love watching chaos ensue from an arm's distance. And it is beautiful. And you're probably saying like, hack, what are you talking about? And here we have uh, the, uh, the convoy that is, that is taking place. Now, these guys are supposed to be heading out to Ottawa, setting up camp here. And uh, they just can't seem to get along. It's very fun. <laughs> that didn't really work there, but but it is hilarious. They all have their own little... Th it, it, it's like watching these outreach groups in Vancouver right now, you know? Remember, we were talking about that in the past as well. It's like everybody's got their own little organization. They're all looking for donations. They all want to be the star of their own Broadway or whatever the fuck that they think that they're doing that's important in their life. And they're trying to garner an audience, you know. Uh, they're trying to be the star of the show. So you got a lot of big egos here clashing against one another that think that their message is more important than the other. And it's just a beautiful mess that's taking place. And if you took that same mentality and it implant and implanted, implant, implanted it inside the skulls of like maybe somebody who just got laid off from a laboring job in a welding shop, this is what you get. You get the most fascinating characters all under one roof, the same people you would probably find inside of a dive bar of a small town hotel. You know those old hotel bars that have that musty smell, there's still rug in the fucking bar, and, and, and like as the night prevails, it's just a slop, it stinks like piss. The sewer, the sewage system is always backing up. They're like one flush away at all times. If you flushed three, if you flushed two out of the three urinals that are in there, you're flooding the whole fucking bar. So it's got to be one at a time. Very, those characters that exist inside those walls all together with a cause in mind that they think is more important than the other ones. Like I've never seen more pajama pants, you know? I've never seen more Yeti mugs knockoff yeti mugs i should say we got campers and trailers and these folks and i'm not dogging anybody that lives in a trailer you know you do it for your own reasons but when it's like this is as good as it's gonna get you know you're not doing it because like hey we're gonna live in the trailer for the for a year save some money so that way as they're building our house you know it's gonna be a rough year but we'll get through it we have an end game where the end game has like never been. We're going to leave the trailer. You know, they all got the same shitty small dogs that they're carrying. Like these Bichon Shih Tzus that look like they've been thrown their drug behind the back of a fucking Honda Civic in, the, in a swamp. They haven't had a bath in a day. This guy's got one of these, those like crocodile, those fake crocodile skin Keith Urban like cowboy hats on. It's beautiful, but let's let's watch. Show their true colors today. Listen to this. So what we got here, like, so what we got here? I should explain myself uh, or explain this video for those that are just listening. Is one guy standing in front? I see. I believe like prior to this, there was an altercation of some sort. Uh, 
I do have another clip, but this one's the funniest. So in this clip, there's a gentleman standing in front of a, a Ford Fusion, I believe it is. And uh, it, it's missing a bumper. All right. So that's where we're at already. The bumper is missing from the Ford Fusion. And then we got what it looks like a landscaper standing in front of it, trying to stop this individual from going anywhere because something was said. They're trying to infiltrate their group. And uh, on the sidelines, you got some guy with his gut fucking just stretching, just stretching a T-shirt to its limits. Knee brace on. So I'm guessing knee brace in the two buckle sandals. We're really dealing with some, you know, these are the best people to drink with. I will say that. But on a positive note, these are the best people to drink with because you are just one word away from something popping off. They got some of the most hilarious stories. They're, they're, they're fucking clinically insane, right? They're clinically insane. Just everything's about just have. Why don't we just have a beer about it, right? Just have a beer. Gotta calm down. Have a beer about it, for Christ's sakes. But like, hey, 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 hey. now one of them just hopped on the hood. That's where we're at. He's on the hood, and he's trying to get this guy to stop. Now keep it. Keep in mind the bumper's missing on this car. Oh. He takes a sharp corner, and now old Cowboy Troy takes it into the dirt. And this guy's getting the hell out of here. I think. Did you get that? No, Norm, Norm! I don't want that on my video. <laughs> See... See, I've been turning to TikTok live for quite some time. And these are the people that are going live on Facebook. And this is much more entertaining. I forgot to mention that. The folks that go live on Facebook are clinically insane. There's something about each app, right? You go to TikTok, you get on the lives, and what do you get? You get Pinky Doll doing the fucking NPC. Mmm, ice cream so good. Or you just got like four idiots standing, huddled around a camera, drinking beers, trying to be like, oh yeah, no, we're from Northern Ontario. It's just that same shit over and again. Or you get some lonely female that just is deprived of attention is that, that that's getting ready for a night out. So I need the attention before I go out. It's kind of boring. It's kind of dull. There's nothing exciting ever happened. But when you turn to Facebook Live, it is some of the best reality television you could ever watch. <sighs> ever. Okay? Ever. Honey Boo Boo doesn't even fucking compare to this. And that is peak reality TV, I may add. And over here, you got like, this guy's got the Osiris D3s from 2002 on. We are really looking at the, 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 the fucking thriving metropolis of Red Deer's trailer park gathering together for you on a Facebook Live. And all of them got a phone going. So you got multiple angles. It's genius. It's genius. You just sit back, you kick your feet up. You do not need a subscription to Netflix, Hulu, Crave, none of it. You just head on over to Facebook Lives. 
We've been missing out. We've been deprived of some of possibly the greatest entertainment that Canada could ever produce. Have you went to CBC and seen what they're doing these days? It's like every new week there's a new show. I'm a Jewish indigenous woman who's trying to battle cancer inside of a Nazi fucking encampment where the truckers have infiltrated my small town in northern Saskatchewan. And how do I get out of the town? That's the show. That's what they're producing here in Canada. It's like, how many identities can we stack upon the main character? And what's the surround? Like, what can we do to try and heighten this? Meanwhile, all you'd have to do is go on to Facebook, the app that nobody fucking uses anymore, and just follow a few of these goons. And you are, your, your week is set, especially right now. There's nothing better. Pat King got his career off Facebook Lives, and look at what that guy did with his time. You know what I mean? Pat King, the guy, remember the guy, this is like a throwback. A lot of callbacks on this episode. Uh, the, the guy that sat there in the, the, the Emergency Act inquiry, and they read that joke to him, uh, the, the fucking... Th- you better throw, or what was it again? You better change your ish, name to Ishmael or throw some chains down the stairs and change your name to Ching Chong Chong Chang. And then he he says back, no, it's throw some change. Throw some change. That's what's on Facebook Live. That's what we're missing out on. Jesus Christ, this looks like my family reunion. This is like downtown Tabor on a Friday when everybody's just getting their scratch lottery tickets and and whatever beer's on sale, you know? It is truly beautiful. I feel like I'm at home. A lot of sleeveless t-shirts with no muscles to show off. The, the, the dyed jeans from the late 2000s that, are, that in, 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 in the minds of somebody who just doesn't have a fashion sense, they just hold on to whatever was in the past that was when they were cool, you know? When everything was cool, when you were kind of the guy, and then as time progressed, you realize like, oh, fuck, I've never evolved. And in fact, you know what? I, I hate to say it, but I believe that these people are more happy than I will ever be. I hate to say it. They found a purpose. The, the trucker convoy to Ottawa that took place, the real one, not this one, gave them a sense of purpose, uh-huh, a sense of hope. They, they were able to feel a part of society again because you're standing up against the government. And then once that dissipated and everybody kind of got their lives back, they could go back to work and, you know, the social activities that you could take part in, like in after school, horseshit that took place. You know, the kids aren't sitting at home driving their fucking nuts anymore. You get a little time to yourself then then life starts to go back to normal and you forget all the fucking dumb shit that took place from 2020 to 2022 basically or late 2023 whatever that shit kind of you know kind of went away and once you get your life back then it's like ah okay well I'll just go back to doing what I did before where these folks that was the greatest time of their life and trying to recreate it any chance that they can get. Get some people together, some like-minded folks 
So that way we can enjoy ourselves with another convoy and infiltrate the downtown of Ottawa and get our voices heard because I feel like I'm a part of something. I'm, there's purpose again in my life. It is much better doing this than going down to that goddamn lumber yard where Larry, the manager, yells at me for being late every fucking day or gives me shit because I want to have nine cigarettes in a shift, right? Or I'm always five minutes late coming back from lunch and he just doesn't realize that the A&W drive-thru was a little backed up that day and I had to go and get my wife her chubby chicken so that way I don't get my head ripped off when I come home. He just doesn't understand my life where these people understand one another's lives. You know, they're saving up. This is as good as vacation is going to get here in Canada. You can only go to Banff so many times before you want to shove a shotgun in your mouth, right? Before you want to just shove a shot, before the noose goes around the neck and you're looking at the Expedia checkout for a hotel in Jasper, Alberta, you think to yourself one last time, maybe, just maybe, if a convoy came rolling around, I might have something to fucking do. I would love to take my family to Disneyland, but unfortunately, I got a DUI in 2008, 2012, 2013, and 2016. So I don't see a trip to Florida or Los Angeles in my future anytime soon. And if you think I'm going to drop about fucking three grand on flights to fucking Mexico to an all-inclusive resort, you're out of your fucking mind. That could get us about eight tanks of gas and get us to Ottawa to go and tell Trudeau that he's a fucking loser. So get in the camper, kids. We're going on a little trip across the country. It's about time you've seen what this country is truly about. And we're going to meet some fine people on the way out. I know I'm shitting all over this, but it deserves it. You know, it's got my attention, so you should be happy. The largest podcast from Tabler, Alberta, is talking about your Save the Children convoy going to Ottawa. You should be uh, blessed. You know, more people are going to hear about this. More people are going to get a little intrigued, and maybe they see what you're all about, and maybe they go have a laugh. Maybe you get more people tuning in. Who knows? Who knows? It could be anything, but there is nothing I love more than white trash Canadians. So you're getting the spotlight. You're welcome, okay? Before you come at me and start saying, he's an asshole. I can't believe he's talking about us that way. Well, you chose your way of life. I chose my way of life. We are pretty similar, except I just decided to put the bottle down for a little bit, you know? I, when I read QAnon, I laugh. I don't believe it. That's the only difference between me and them right now. Is like, I read QAnon tweets and I'm like, fuck, that is a good bit. And they're like, I can't believe that's true. That's the only difference between... I am one concussion away from being in that zone, okay? I am one baseball bat to the skull to leading the charge of the fucking Save the Children convoy to Ottawa, okay? So before you start thinking that, hey, this guy's shitting all over us, just keep in mind, that's where I'm at mentally, okay? I was one fight inside the octagon away from really being a part of this, you know? Maybe a bad dental plan. I don't know what it, what it could be. Maybe I just let a few cavities go rogue inside my yap, and then I'm, I'm right there.
Christ Almighty, we all dress, me and them dress the same. You know, I got gas station t-shirts on. That's where I do a majority of my shopping. That or it's Danger Cats. Uh, fucking, you get it. <laughs> this guy is crazy. He's trying to run people over. Stand for thee. Show their true colors today. Stand for thee. There was one more I wanted to watch. We're going to go to this guy's account. It is it is filled. This is... Well, it was an open door. I know, but we need to be more careful than that. Like, man, this is exactly what they fucking need. Stand for thee needed this to show... To show the infiltration. Get out! Get out! What are you doing? Get the fuck out! Everybody, like this is this is beautiful. This just looks like these are my people. I hate to say it, but these are my people. You know, there's something about white trash that is just. Especially white trash Canadian. White trash America is, is it's great. You know, it's like, uh, we're all going to a Jelly Roll concert. We're all going to hang out, drink some Pabst fucking Blue Ribs. You know, maybe a couple four locals to start the day, hit the crystal meth. And we're just going to vibe. This is Canadian white trash right now because we're too poor to do anything, right? You, you, you got you to gotta decide on whether or not we're drinking or we're thinking. And right now, a lot of us are trying to do the thinking part and it ain't good. This is where we wind up. We, do, we got some elderly lady in pajama pants and slippers out in a gravel parking lot getting surrounded by what it looks like. This looks like a, when, when, when gorillas... Exile somebody from their troop. Can you get her out of here, please? God bless you. 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 This is great. Look at this. This is, this is what I'm talking about. See, in the video right now is they all have their cell phones out and they're recording. And I imagine it's all going to Facebook Live. This is what I'm saying. You got like 18 angles. 18 angles of this going on. Like the, the, the production here is out of control. Everybody's running a cell phone. They got their lives going. It's truly beautiful. God bless you. We got to have more. I know there's more. Where is it? I'll find it. Don't you worry. But this is, this is, uh, they're all over. They're all over the map. These nut bars. It's, it's awesome. Just that for our... And I understand, like, they think that they're doing good. Oh, there was the one I wanted to. I am going to read you 
um, the demands for the convoy. Here there we go. There is a convoy heading to Ottawa and Toronto. And uh, we're done. So, the 2023 convoy, let's take back control of our country. Resignation of Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party. Resignation from the NDP Party. Elections by the people. We want protection of our school systems from sexual education ideology. Any person who has been arrested and received charges for three years which have been lifted against this corruption be cancelled and released from pay, release of the patriots from prison. That's the coots boys and anyone else. Transparency over everything the government system does. You know, duh. It really fascinates me when somebody buys curtains and just staples them to the wall, you know? That's, and I'm not saying, like, I'm not over here high snobriety, right? I, I understand, like, hey, fucking, I've done some sketchy things in the past, but when you're a grown man, this is like uh, what I would think that a college dorm room would look like, is having a flag for, you know, something to hang in the front window, you know? That that always is like a clear indication of where you're at in life is uh, when you have something in the window to show like your representation of whatever group you're trying to be a part of. And that can go either way, left, right, center, fucking Christ, a hockey team, whatever it is. There's always something. It's either like dudes that are under the age of 25 or divorced dads that are like, Hey, I'm going to hang this Harley flag in my fucking window. So everybody knows that, Hey, my dick is available. It is in that something. <laughs> as soon as you, you get those cats and you can always tell one whether or not it's being, that house is being rented or not. If they have a coffee can in the front yard that is filled to the brim with cigarette butts, that's a, like, hey, that's where I'm at right now. You know, if you're using a coffee can for cigarette butts, it's a tough time. That's like this crowd right here that I'm showing you right now is like, this is the coffee cup or the coffee can. Sorry, the coffee can. Buddy, we're Sunday, the 24th of uh, uh, September. Sorry. Just wanted to say that um, it's very important to take all your electronical things, anything that can have Bluetooth, <laughs> smart TV, smartphone, anything that is smart that get, can get a signal from the. Sorry, that can get a signal from uh, the five G towers, which, by the way, should be put down everywhere. The five G towers. Because on the 4th of October, they're going to send a signal from there that can destroy everyone. Uh, so what you should do is take aluminum foil and wrap, wrap it around your head in your vehicle 200 meters away from your home. And also take a place in your house, a room in your house, and put aluminum foil two, three times layers in that place and stay there from the 4th to the 5th of October. This is what I'm talking about, folks. You know, 
we can't allow Big Trudy to regulate the internet because then this type of content goes to the wayside. And what are we doing up here? We're just producing garbage like we are, like anyways. You know, if the CRTC gets a hold of our algorithms, this all goes away and I'm going to be deeply disappointed. What the fuck am I going to talk about? Huh? What am I going to talk about? What are we going to talk? First off, what are we going to talk about and who are we going to talk about it to? You know, they're going to they're going to suppress me in the fucking algorithms or whatever the hell they plan on doing. But my God, if they take this away from me, I'm over. I'm, I'm going to be like that guy that's just like, Jesus Christ, if I got to if I got to take the kids to to bam for more time, I'll be the one doing a goddamn podcast with a, with with a rifle to my temple at any moment, it could be over. You know, one slip of a, of, of a toe. I'll use that cocksucker like a pogo stick and paint the ceiling so that way at least my ride out was a great ending. Uh, just, a, just a storybook ending, a heroic ending. What happened to that guy? And then you got to, you know, anybody who stuck around for these uh, long, lonely, dark years has to go, oh, oh, that guy. You're not going to believe what he did one time on a, on a Facebook Live with a bunch of these people in a gravel parking lot. You know, he really hit rock bottom because he decided that uh, he was going to do a convoy. What would my convoy be? Since we're on the topic, you know what? I would, I would want to fucking, if I'm doing a convoy, it's got to be for the plastic straws. I want them back. I've never missed anything so much until I went down to the States and I just, I was able to like suck my drink. I'm a big smoothie guy. I love smoothies. They're great. I love the taste of them. I like smoothies and sandwiches. Those are like the two flavors that just like, there's something about a good sandwich. And when you have those two together, you know, you get like a nice, good smoothie from wherever, booster, whatever it is. Maybe you make them at home, but there's just something about blended fruit all together. And the feeling that you get, you throw a little ginger in there. It just like spikes you. Your immune system's back in, in the game. And then you get a good sandwich. And I'm not talking like a gas station sandwich. You go to like a Jimmy John's or something like that. And they build you a magnificent sandwich. You get a mustard on there, the right cheese. It's just like, oh, to make your mouth water, right? That's, but that's what I'm talking about right there. It's like you're trying to suck up the smoothie through the straw. The straw is soggy. It doesn't, it doesn't, the consistency isn't there. It's not strong enough to keep together. So it destroys itself inside your mouth and you're like, fuck me, this sucks. And then you go to the States and you go to the smoothie joint and they hand you one and they're like, here's a plastic straw, sir. And you're like, yes, I can enjoy my beverage like the good Lord intended me to do. That would be my convoy. But this is what this is what will be suppressed if they get a hold of our internet. And I will be a sad, sad, sad boy. A very, very depressed gentleman if I don't get to tap into what's going on in the underworld of Canada. The underbelly of Canada. What movement is trying to get some steam next? Where are these people? This is great. This is this is my version of People yelling on a subway that you just sit back and watch, you know? This is my version of that. You just sit back and you enjoy the show of some fentanyl addict screaming about how the CIA is trying to watch him while he braids his own hair, you know? 
The CIA is trying to get him because he knows how they remove pulp from orange juice. That's what he's yelling about in the back of a train car. And you're like, just thinking to yourself like, geez, Louise, don't look at this guy in the eye. Because shit will go, you know what happens when you look them in the eye. And it's like you you activate a live character. You know, the, the, the NPC in the background is just kind of yelling shit. And then once you lock eye contact with them, then they're like, oh, I can have a conversation with this person because they invited me in with their gaze. Truly, truly, truly too much fun. But this is what's out there. This is what... This is what these folks are up to. Jeez Louise. <laughs> it, uh, I want to see, uh, where are they? Ottawa near Montreal. We got people setting up in Toronto, apparently Niagara Falls. Guys, start saving some money. Get your camp. People there it is. Camp. This was the one I was looking for right here. They're going to be coming here. We got camp set up in near Ottawa, near Montreal. We got people. See, even the voice, you hear that voice and, and, and instantly there is somebody in your family that you can just be like, yeah, that's totally him. You know, everybody's got one. It could be a distant cousin. It could be your uncle. It could be fucking... I don't know, a second cousin that shows up every now and then when you have a big family holiday and you're like, oh, baby, he's here. This should be good, right? It's got that voice. They always got to tell him, quit smoking cigarettes. When you fucking smoke your cigarettes, don't throw the butts in the flower bed, you know? We're not at your house, Rick. It's always like a Rick or a fucking... Uh, like a, a, a David or not David. No, it's always Rick Lonnie. <laughs> you know, you get that fucking Jerry. You get a good Jerry every now and then those guys come floating around. Life's about to get a little exciting. Setting up in Toronto, apparently Niagara Falls guys start saving some money. Get your campers, get your tents, get your trailers, get your pickup trucks, and get on down here, because this shit is happening. <laughs> I love that he's recording like eight trailers in a parking lot that's just off the side of some uh, secondary highway. And as he's saying this, you know, he's taking a little video. There's a TP there, you know, to show the diversity inside of this movement that's happening outside in this rural community before we go and infiltrate Ottawa and storm the capital like the Americans did. I don't think it'll go as easy as they think it will, but, but I, I, you know what? I will give credit where it's due. The, the, uh, at least the Americans LARP being, uh, like soldiers, you know, some paramilitary group, they'll LARP that up here. We don't really have that. You know, there's no like structure. Nobody is like involved in the military. All of them think because they pulled wrenches in, uh, on, on, on a lawnmower, you know, they were a lawnmower repairman for a little while. They all think that that's that, uh, substitutes as like a paramilitary group because blue collar gentlemen are, you know, they kind of get 
pushed in this subculture of uh, military, you know, supporting the troops. Just because you support the troops doesn't mean you are one. And it's always like overweight guys that smoke cigarettes that think that because they fist fought a few times outside of a bar in the 80s that, that that's their combat. That was their Vietnam, you know. That was their Afghanistan. They were in the dirt parking lot of Ricky's Trailer Park in Bar and Grill and uh, had a 2v1 one night because a couple city slickers that were at the golf course, you know, there's always a golf course around there in these areas. They popped in to have a couple beers and wings before heading home to their wives and Rick decided to, you know, get his, get his, where are you guys from? You're not from around here. And that's why nobody in the outs- outside of that community ever stops at that bar and grill because, well, first off, it doesn't look very inviting outside because there's piss on the walls. Uh, you're looking at the sign that's half lit. The owner refuses to, like, redo the neon sign. And then this guy, this the, the guy that sounds like this, is always like, oh, you're not from around here, are you? You're getting some chicken wings and then just wants to infiltrate the conversation and be a part of it. And they're like, dude, can you leave us alone? We like, we don't get to see one another very often. And the last thing we need is some alcoholic screaming to us about why we're fucking pussies because we want to wear a polo shirt to a golf course. And it's like, okay, yeah, we get it. That's great. Well, let me buy you a beer or what? You want to go outside and fight me, faggot? You know, you want to fight me, faggot? This is his Afghanistan is beating up two city slickers because these guys are tech nerds that both weigh a combined weight of 212 pounds. And he he speed bags them, of course. Because, uh, you know, there's a certain degree of toughness that comes when your father hits you like a man when you're a boy. (laughs) You know? There is. You start to develop like a mental toughness. It's like, oh, dad had a few too many drinks tonight. I guess I should learn to defend myself. This should be fun. And these are the guys that are like trying to, hey, you got to come and save the children with me. And it's like, yeah, I think the children needs to di- the children need to distance themselves from you and the drag queens. And like the silent majority that are like, listen, you both, both sides of you are insane at this point. The kids are fucked. Regardless on which route they take, we can go your route. They're fucked because the education level that I think that you have is about a grade nine reading level. So they're fucked there. And then the other side is like they might get physically fucked. So I don't know which one. Sometimes pain in the beginning breeds like a very artistic uh, outlook or it really damages a human being. We might produce another one of these, right? We don't know. But either route that they take is not looking like a bright future. So maybe it's like best that all of us collectively just take a step fucking back and let the kids just be kids, you know? Too many of us have opinions, I think, personally, of how these kids need to be. And not a single person that I look at Not a single individual that I look at that's being like, these are where the kids need to be, are like fucking somebody that would be like, yeah, you know what? I trust my kid for fucking eight hours a day, five times a week with them. You know, anybody that's hoorahing right now is kind of like, listen, son, don't be like that and do not be like that. Or else we're going to have problems. Do you understand? If you get the bright idea inside your head, young man, that it, it, 
Maybe I got to go down to Ottawa and start screaming at some walls. No matter what the issue, just know that I don't agree with it. I wonder if you can hear that. Probably not. I think there's a noise gate. I hope so. We're taking back our country from these illegal outside interference, these illegal fucks that are taking over our government. We're going to get rid of SOGI 123, and we're going to get rid of the World Economic Forum, and we're going to get rid of the UN. We're going to do it as peacefully as you can possibly imagine. We're going to do it with numbers, and we're not leaving this time. And if they attack us, that's provocation again, and that's when we're going to snap and lose it. So if they attack us again, welcome to China, and we're taking it back. I can't wait to turn that beautiful flag right side up. We're in distress, people. Canada's in distress. Our world is in distress. And you Let's go back just to... There's some gold that he was talking. We're taking back our country from these illegal outside... Imagine sitting there, right? Say you're, uh, you're pinned down. Or you're in a, let's put it this way. You're in a little Canadian village, right? And uh, you've been under the thumb of oppression for quite some time. You know, the tyrants are taking your wheat. They've uh, impregnated your women. You know, the typical things that would take place when there's an infiltration happening uh, upon villagers. You know, maybe it's a foreign country, wherever it may be. Just envision you're in that. And you're like, I hope to God somebody saves me. And as you gaze upon a grassy knoll, you just see what it looks like uh, a few cab drivers from Waterloo, Ontario, coming over the hill with flags that say, save the children, right? They got no weapons, but they say like, hey, if they fucking fuck with you, they fuck with me. And then that guy comes running down the hill right, with his flag, and he's got about 19, maybe 25 of his friends that look similar, different sizes, shapes, colors, all got the same grease stain on their on the belly of their shirt, and as they're running down that hill, all you hear is, freedom, you know, they're trying to reenact that, uh, some scenes from the Patriot with Mel Gibson, and as they're running towards your village, you don't know if you're about to be saved or you're about to be in a worse situation. <coughs> it's truly beautiful. Interference, these illegal fucks that are taking over our government. We're going to get rid of SOGI 123 and we're going to get rid of the World Economic Forum and we're going to get rid of the UN. We're going <laughs> We are about to rid those billionaires that I partake in their system every goddamn day by making transactions for McDonald's special cigarettes and a fucking six-pack of old Milwaukee. But you can goddamn... I will fucking reassure you and I will be goddamned if I don't go out without a fight, okay? I got this Chevy fucking yeti van that's what we used to call those because there was a yeti on it but uh one of those ford econolines with uh a man-made small little uh sign on it they got paint let's say china 
as you can possibly imagine. We're going to do it with numbers, and we're not leaving this time. And if they attack us, that's provocation again, and that's when we're going to snap and lose it. So if they attack us again, welcome to China, and we're taking it back. I can't wait to turn that beautiful flag right side up. We're in distress, people. Canada's in distress. Our world is in distress, and the only way we're going to do it is through unity. Stop the fighting. Stop the arguing. It's time collectively to... It is hilarious to say stop the fighting, and meanwhile, in a video, like, I don't know, the days apart of like you trying to run over somebody in your own like quote unquote little community that's going to stop the world economic forum from, you know, overtaking Canada, you know, as, as you were trying to, you, you're trying to spread love and awareness. You're also trying to run over those fellow mates of yours in a, in a parking lot outside of fucking God knows where in some rural community. It is beautiful. That's why we love it. That's what we live for right there is those types of moments that people put on the internet. And I know I've been a part of many of them that maybe some go back and, and rewatch and maybe I've created some, some moments where I've said stupid shit. And that's what it's there for is to laugh. Anybody who takes me seriously is a moron. And uh, you know what? I regret to inform you that there was no hate mail this week. Why, I don't know, but uh, as we've learned, that if you do record a voice memo on your phone and you email it to us, it will work on this podcast. So you, you can, you don't have to write, we don't have to, you can save yourself the embarrassment of not understanding grammar, not understanding uh, sentence structure or any of that. You can just speak into your phone in a mo uh, voice memo and email it to me at unclehack at dangercats.tv, ladies and gentlemen, to where uh, I will listen to it on the show. That's right. I will listen to it on this show. And uh, if you want an extra episode of this podcast, please head on over to patreon.com slash dangercat69 or hit uh, the link down below in the description and get yourself an extra episode of this podcast. You know, uh, we for approximately uh, the price of a beer a month, you can get an additional three to four episodes every month, depending on the how many weeks are in the month, but you get an additional episode every week for pretty much the cost of a drink at your local tavern. That's right. Patreon.com slash DangerCat69. Uh, you can be a supporter today on there. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Uncle Hack Podcast.